to the Terribly Vexed Podcast. The Halloween Special. I was going to call it the Halloween Spooktacular episode, right. we, but... We did just talk about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I just a few it. days ago, our friends at the uh, Red Letter Media called their Halloween episode the Halloween Spooktacular episode. I thought about this weeks and weeks ago, though. Yeah. Ghost-tacular? Ghost-tacular, I think, sounds a little better. Spooktacular... We're going to be talking about ghosts. Is, you know, it's, it's used too much. It is. And I dare I say it could come across a little racist to the right person. You're right. So You're right. Ghost-tacular, I think, is the way to go. It's pretty specific as to what we're going to be yeah. discussing in this episode. Ghost stories aplenty. Ghost stories aplenty. Yeah. I've got my own, uh, yeah, you know, things to yeah. share with yeah, us yeah, today. Yeah. And uh, you've uh, gone off on your own. I did a little, you know... Remote. Yeah, a little remote interview with a friend of mine. His name's Ty Black. And I, I, I have to say it because I know he's going to listen to this and I just have to let everybody else know, he is Jewish. So mm. whenever you hear him talking, okay. he's just, he's he's a Jew. Gotcha. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Just, you need to put that right yeah. there though, right yeah. in the back of your... As as the interview's taking place. Yeah, we'll probably lose a lot of downloads and listens, but, I, you know, people people need to know. Right, right. So, so, yeah, I interviewed him. He has some ghost stories. And then you have a ghost story. Yeah, I got a couple of things. I got a couple of things to share with you. One I was just talking about before we started the uh, recording there. And then, uh, but they're not like what he, they're not, they're not quite what he experienced. I didn't actually see yeah. anything where, you know, he uh, actually seen some apparitions. Yeah. But I experienced some stuff. That's true. And that's it's the notable. thing that an- annoys me. And I mentioned this in the interview with Ty. I have not had a ghost experience, although they do terrify me. Which I guess it's that's a good thing that I've never had one, but I kind of want one. You got to go looking for it. You got to go to the right place. Yeah, that's that's not for me. Yeah. So. It's not for most people. I know. Most but people it, wouldn't want to experience that paranormal activity. I know. But it, it, it it's good to have experienced it, I think, to have that story. Yeah, because, uh, you know, if you're a skeptic, right? Yeah. Then you uh, can dismiss it all. But uh, it's kind of hard to dismiss... Uh, you know, that sort of thing. If you've uh, actually experienced it yourself like me, you know, I, you could probably, the, what, I, what I'll what i tell you about later is you could probably, you know, explain it away. But, uh, yeah. And a lot of those ghost stories can be explained away. Or can they? You know, it's like the person that experienced it, it's a whole, no, no, it wasn't just a person in the mirror looking at me or whatever it may be. It was a ghoul. <laughs> you know? A ghoul. Yeah. A specter. specter. A specter. Yeah. Well, oh, there's a, a haint. A haint. Have you heard that term before? A haint. There's a podcast called Carolina Haints. Yeah, the, the term haint is a popular name for ghosts in, I think, the southeast, in the Appalachia. Uh, haints. Oh. And uh, I want to say that there's like... Uh, 
There's a trail over in uh, the Smokies in the Catalucci area called the Boogerman Trail. Ooh. And I think that was possibly like another sort of name for spooks and specters, ghosts. The Boogerman. Boogerman. Yeah. You should make a movie of I could be that. wrong there. And I probably am. You sure? Was it Boogie Man? I don't think it's Boogie. It's okay. Booger. <laughs> well... Uh, you want to get into this, or you got any? What about some current events? Current events. We always t- we always talk about current events. Yeah. Brian Laundrie. I think that's the last thing we talked about was Brian Laundrie. Yeah, he's a dead man. Did he die? They found his remains. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it since he was, uh, last I, we talked on the podcast about it. I think he just they, they were looking they, for him. Yeah, and they found her remains. Yep. And then he was on the run. And then Dog the Bounty Hunter got involved. Yeah. He went to their house there, I think. And he did yeah, he started a whole search. He didn't find he didn't find him though. But they found his remains. After the tide receded, they found him. In Florida somewhere? Yeah, somewhere down in Florida. So what, he committed suicide? I don't know. I would imagine so. But well, you know the but, whole state was looking for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're pretty screwed. And dog and if you got a dog on your ass, you might as well just kill yourself. Because what else are you going to do? Right. Yeah. The walls were closing in. Yep. So, that's all I got on Brian Laundry. What a bastard. Yeah. That's all that's that's all that's happened. That killed his girl and then killed himself. Yep. Chicken shit punched his own ticket. <laughs> Took yep. the coward's way out. Didn't want to face the music, huh? Apparently not. Son of a bitch. Although is it cowardly? To kill yourself, I think. It, I think it takes a little bit of courage, but I, I guess you could argue that point. Yep, I've always thought that. Yeah. Um. So he's dead. Yeah. What about? Uh, oh God, I don't want to talk about the COVID shit. Let's just for now, right okay. now, at the beginning, let's yeah. avoid that. I like it. Let's skip over that. You may or may not have some uh, from your interview with. Uh, Tyler that you may want to put in later. I don't know yet. We'll see what we, happens when we get there if you want to. Yeah, it's Ty Lin. Ty Lin? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't know the guy. I never met him. I know. I'm just saying. And I wasn't there for he, this nope, interview. Nope. So. I kind of ventured out on my own. Showed real initiative. I, I want to thank a, you for that, by the way. Hey, anything for the pod. I use a Tascam DR40, so it doesn't sound like we sound now. So, you know, I was in a break room at work. When we did this. So the conditions weren't optimal. <sighs> Halloween. Just in general. Do you celebrate it? Not really. I don't really subscribe to any holiday. Okay. When, when was it? Because you, you have two of the most, dare I say, epic Halloween costumes that I've seen a man wear. Uh, Wolverine, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. And then Robert Evans was that the other one? No, but I forgot all about that one. But yeah, <laughs> Robert Evans was great. Holy shit! Nobody I forgot knew who all I was. about Robert Evans. That was like the first one. Well, I was talking about. I think you did this before I even knew you. Was Robert Sean Jaws? Oh yeah, Quint. Yeah, that was a, a great costume. I did. I was just thinking about that the other day. It was. What's that? Was it the Robert Evans thing? Was that for that? Was that the night I dressed up as the dude and we all went out? Yep. And okay. Was that the? Uh, it was an L death party. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, huh? the good old days. 
A long time ago. But what are you going to do? Yeah. We're getting older. Yeah. So. Well. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, this chair. You want to tell everybody about that chair? Yeah, I might as well because I'm going to be moving. I can't sit perfectly still. And I got we got some new chairs for the studio. And the one I'm in now, I'm just going to lean back a little bit. It's really loud. Yeah, so if you hear that, that's what it is and I'm sorry. I'm going to I'll take care of that. It's going to next be, episode. Yep, it, you won't even know it's a thing next episode. So, <laughs> but this one I I can maybe do like some creepy sound effects like a door opening. Huh? Something like that. We'll add those sound effects as we're going. Yeah. As we're... uh, Let's do some old school Foley work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well. Okay, so um, how to begin? Where to start? I know. Uh, Ty has three... Correct me if I'm wrong, if I say anything incorrect here. He has three tales to tell. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he does. One of them is like an actual sighting of a a ghostly ghoul apparition. Okay. And the other ones are kind of like just thing, this odd things that happened. Gotcha. So. At this place. Yep. That you all work. And is that the, safe to say? Yeah. And in the interview, I don't want to like you know give away too much. I probably you know. sh- I'm not, I'm not going to say the actual place I work at. I was I told you this. I was talking to the GM. Right. And I and he was like interested in the pod. He's a really nice guy. And he was just talking about, you know, the pod I was talking about the podcast. He was talking about some other ghost stories and whatnot that happened up there. And I just to, just to see what he would say. I was like, "Would it be alright if I mentioned where we work on the podcast?" And he's such he's so good at dealing with people. This is what he did. He spun it in a way where it made he was it's like he was looking out for me. He said, "I wouldn't because if somebody hears it you might have to go talk to HR and deal with all, you know." Right. But really what he was saying was no, don't mention it. But you can mention the road that it's on, the city it's in. So I do that in the interview. Gotcha. And it, it, if you have any device capable of operating Google, you can find out where this place is. Just based on that. And we'll say no more about it. Yep. Other than what's already been said yep. in the interviews, which I've just listened to this morning several times, and then yep. once last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I guess, to be totally honest, we were kind of wondering how we were going to turn yeah. a, this into a show, into yeah. an actual episode, a yeah. Halloween episode. Yeah. But Ghostacular. Uh, yeah, we had, you know, I was sort of racking my brain this morning thinking like, Gosh, it seems like, you know, is, there's there's a lot of stuff in the southeast, in the Appalachia, having to do with ghosts and ghouls, and Hanks. there's lots of tales, uh, you know, lots of folklore, lots of mythology, you know, yeah. even going back to like the Cherokee and stuff. They've got a lot of terrifying uh, ghostly tales mm-hmm. about spirits that uh, inhabited the mountains or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, like... Um, yeah, that's we were actually able to like us like I was telling you earlier before we started the episode that uh, I was able to come up with quite a quite a bit of information that we that we can share with you that's throughout good. the episode. That's good. In addition to Ty's stories, yeah, firsthand accounts. Yep. So I guess uh, you want to go ahead and 
Roll the first one up. Roll it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Tylen Black, the Jewish fella that I know. Enjoy. We are here for the one and only. You want to use your full name? Uh, sure. Tylen Black. He's Jewish. <laughs> A.K.A. Ty. Oh, yeah, I'm using that. And we're doing this Halloween special. Oh yeah, and you have a ghost story. I do. Where we work, where we which work I'm not currently. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think we're, we'll keep it to the uh, a beautiful resort in the mountains of Tennessee. I'm gonna go. A little, I'm gonna go harder on that. A little harder on that. Yeah, even little coordinates. West Miller's Cove Road. In oh Holland. my God, you, we don't grow raspberries here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, but we're in this lovely break room. Yeah, it's not bad. Where the ghost may have been wandering. Maybe in here right now. To this day. Probably yeah. listening. So the creepy yeah. Halloween special, and you have a creepy ghost story. I do. I have a couple. Um, from property. From property. This is probably... There, there's different stories, but I have a couple personal experiences with, with one specific one. That'll be the, the Teensy legend, mm-hmm. if you will. And the Teensy name comes from... Uh, it was a pet name of the owner's oldest daughter. This is the pet name, and then now so like these ghost stories coming around... People have been coming to nickname the ghost Teensy. Um, so that's like, okay. I didn't know that. It's, so it, it was it was a pet name. I thought that was like just something we it's, made up. This place just made up. True. That's what it is. Like so, using that, calling the little girl ghost. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Using that pet name. Oh, it's not the actual ghost of the daughter. Of the owner. Yeah. No. Oh, they just used her name. <laughs> no, yeah, we're just using her name. I got you. Yeah, okay, we're, see? We're, we're fucking, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're fucking savages. Okay. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> so, there is a... It's it, No shit, dude. It's a little girl in a white dress, and she she just appears sometimes, man. It, it's wild. So, I will say... Nowhere near Halloween. I'll tell you, it was hot. Hot as fuck one night. Doing a nightly rounds. Me and my friend Benjamin Jones. Doing night rounds around 10 o'clock at night. We're coming up. You know, the golf cart path, and out of the corner of my eye, my right eye, right, it, what, like, you know, far, far right peripheral, I saw something. It, 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 in the peripheral, like, you can identify what's in your peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I see that. That's clearly a soap dispenser, but, like, you know, until you focus on it, you have to confirm. Yeah. Corner of my eye, it looked like a little girl standing in the grass with a white dress, and it, it just, I was like, okay, and I went to turn to focus on it. I went to turn to focus on it, and for a split second, it was there and just kind of went away with the mist, like gone. And I just stared ahead. I, I wasn't even driving on the golf cart. I was passenger. So I'm just sitting here contemplating what the fuck I just saw. And uh, after about a couple couple seconds, I was like, I have to tell Ben. I was like, so I look over. I turned to the Ben. I was like, Ben, did you happen to see that? He slams on the brakes, grabs my shoulder, and goes, Yes, I fucking saw it, but I wasn't going to say anything if you didn't say anything. And then we both started freaking out, completely fangirling over this shit. Okay, go right back to the back to everybody else, tell what we saw. No one believes us. But to this day, to this day, shook us. Completely yeah. shook us. In it, it, it fact, that it was we were together. We both saw the same thing. We both saw had the same experience. And we were both too scared to say anything to the other person because we're like, yeah. did, was that really real? Was that real? I well, like, I was like, how calmly did you happen to see that? <laughs> yeah, I, know, yeah. I did. I was just yeah. like, did you did you happen to see that? Like, yeah. And so it, you said it was dark or early morning. It was dark. Okay. It was dark, um, and it was you know a little misty, but like I mean, 
I, you classic. Can, you can, you can, it, it's classic, but you can tell a mist from something in the mist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a little more concentration. Did, did you like, get a good look at her? Yeah. Like, when was, I, it, when, was she looking at you eyeball to eyeball? She was not. Was... It was kind of looking over in the distance. Like, facing us, but not looking at us. Yeah. That makes sense. She was just kind of, it was just there. And okay. This was up? Right by the carriage house. Okay. And steps, steps to, to nowhere. nowhere. She was walking on the lawn by the steps to nowhere. Yep. Okay. Yep. We were coming up, and... We had just that same experience, and I, I don't know, to this day, man, that's, that's wild to me. Yeah. And we're back! We just heard from Tylen the Jew. What did you think of that story? That was quite a tale. Yeah. Now, uh, let's, let's discuss that little story there just a sec. Okay. Um, the apparition that he saw in his periphery. Yeah. Uh, it seems like that's uh, that's not uncommon when people see a specter. Right. They like to flank you. That's where <laughs> they really they do. live in your peripheral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. I can even remember like uh, the uh, remember the unsolved uh, mysteries show. Yeah. That that being a thing when people would spot them or see them in their in their homes mm-hmm. or see them in general, they would always kind of catch them out of the corner of their eye. Yeah. They're trying to flank them, trying to come around them. <laughs> Trying to flank them. Yeah. Yeah. It's also uh, shadow people. That's a big... I think we've all experienced that. You think you see somebody and like, Jesus, and then you look over and there's nobody there. You ever has had that experience with the shadow people when you're driving? Well... Yeah, like uh, on the side of the road, like at night? Yeah. You ever had that sort of thing? That's a, if, if I have one experience, it's that. I was driving down a country road at night. Headlights on, which my vision's going to shit anyways. I can't really see that well. <laughs> Somebody was crossing the road, went down into like the ditch in front of the front yard, and then they were gone. Right, it right. It could have been a shadow person or just a guy crossing the road, but that's about as creepy as it gets But it me. had a human figure silhouette oh, yeah. to it. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. there any like mass or was this just just a pure shadow type? It, it, there was, I couldn't, it was just blackness because there was like, another car, so it was like silhouetted with their headlights. You know what I mean? And so this guy, girl, was crossing the road. Whatever. Yeah. And want to assume the shadow person's gender. Yeah. And then, yeah, just it, he he or she just disappeared. But again, that could have just been a guy trying to get home. Right. Know, but that's that's odd, though. Uh, you know, I wouldn't actually say that I've had a shadow person experience. Yeah. But I've been driving before. And uh, and it could be just the way that the shadows play to the headlights, mm-hmm. but I've seen some unusual, you know, figures. We'll say, oh yeah, sort of just right out of the in the periphery there, just right off the edge of your vision, where you can actually mm-hmm. identify shape and whatnot. Yeah. Sort of, uh, you know, they materialize briefly. They love to be there. Have you ever had a shadow person experience ever, like in your home or anything like that? Like when you just no. No, 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 I haven't. Those I will, are... I will say this though. I've experienced uh, two two memorable times. I guess this is a good time as I need to mention this. Uh, sleep paralysis. Have you ever had that before? I think I've woken up at like the tail. My whole body's tingling and like it should be completely immobile, like you can't move. I've never had. Thank God, I've never had. I've that. had that, that twice. That, I've had sleep paralysis no. twice, and you do sort of have a feeling uh, like the sensation. Because your body's still asleep, right? But you're uh, awake, yeah. And uh, you have the sensation that somebody's in the room with you, kind of watching you. 
And uh, and with that sort of situation, I, I had like um, I had pressure on my legs, like somebody was sitting on my legs. Hmm. Which is it's one of the one of the things. Really, of sleep I never paralysis. Heard that before. They'll even say like you know you'll feel pressure on your chest, like somebody's holding you down. Yeah. So I had it on my legs, which I thought was uh, wow. It really kind of freaks you out because you want to get up and like turn on a light. Yeah. And you can't move. And the and the the quickest way out of that is to uh, you start with your fingers, which I learned after the first time. Yeah. Uh, you start moving your fingers, and then you can move your hand, and then you can move your arms, and then you're—it's you're like you're in mud trying to pull yourself up. It's the weirdest sensation ever. How, how long does the whole thing last? Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, it's hard to say how long you're laying like there. Minutes? I don't know. I couldn't even tell no, you. Okay. I could have. I could have been laying there for two hours trying to get up, and I couldn't do it. But I was completely awake. But my body was asleep. Damn. I don't like that at all. It is a weird sensation. I mean, this one guy I knew said he had it one time, and he was like trying everything to like, you know, get out of it and move. move but he yeah. just he couldn't move, and then all of a sudden it just stops. So he like jerked up real hard, like his whole body, like all the muscles that were trying to go just finally. You can't get up. Yeah, it's it's a very odd sensation. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, now they also say that is a possible explanation for the abductions, alien abductions. That people they're experiencing sleep paralysis and then they just kind of maybe still dreaming a little bit, but they're also terrified. Yeah. So there's a creepy gray alien standing above you. Right. Yeah. So you, if you're still asleep, I guess the idea being is that your 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 sleep state, your mind is still your you could still be sort of hallucinating, and to yeah. not find a better term for it, but you could essentially still be sort of hallucinating. Yeah. Or in a sleep state that would cause you to see something possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just know the after the first time I experienced that, I immediately wanted to find my quickest way to get out of it should it happen again. And it did happen again. And uh, that was that was the thing that I read was moving your fingertips and your toes, and then you can move your feet and stuff like that, and it's able to sort of slowly pull you out of it and wake you up. Yeah. When you first started to move your toe and your toe actually, your big toe actually moved, did you... Say out loud to yourself, the hard part's over. Like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. <laughs> she was paralyzed during that. I don't recall. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what she did. But she started moving her toes. Right. So I guess you can... you can. There's something to it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep paralysis covered. Yeah, that's a funky thing. Yeah. Has absolutely nothing to do with his story. No, but it's creepy. It is very creepy. And this is the Ghostacular Halloween Terribly Vex special. Yes. So it good, all fits. Good place to talk about it yeah. is any, I guess, right? Yep. I love it. So, yeah, like, uh, you know, anyway. So that little girl, Teensy, apparently she's been seen by guests as well and, and as other guest service people that do like their nightly rounds. Like they'll be driving their golf cart around like in the dark part of property by the woods. Right. The headlights, you know, go go through the through the trees. They just see like a, one of them said he saw a little girl in a white dress, a figure staring up in the sky, like just, which, that's just creepy as hell. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, and, and he, again, not uncommon. This sort of apparition to see this kind of apparition like this. Yeah. 
I can remember old episodes again. Unsolved mysteries where they talked about like certain uh, sections of highway. Like where that uh, there was like one I think where a gal had been killed and she would be spotted on the highway at night. Yeah. Around about the time I guess she had been killed or whatever. Like would, would she be staring up into the sky or just? I think in that episode they actually talked about people uh, picking her up and her disappearing in the car. Really? I think so. Wow. And then her disappearing, you know. Like, oh, what's this girl doing out walking on the highway at 2 a.m., you know? Yeah. And they would pick her up, and then she would disappear in the car. A little strange. Uh, a tad. I don't I don't like that at all. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Not the sort of ghostly experience you'd like to have? No, you pick, up a, you pick up a young gal on the side of the road. You're hoping for something else other than a terrifying experience, you know? Right. So, Always. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... You have anything else to add to this that damn chair? I know this chair sucks. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> should have, should have test run that thing before. I you know I've been in this chair for a while now, but it's it's I've never I guess I just never had a microphone on and we're not recording, yeah, right? Yeah, it's never bothered me, but now it sure is. And so like she was uh, she was always seen outside, right? Yep, she's always seen outside. Okay, yeah, but the uh, GM was telling me about another story apparently i think i bring this up in the interview though but anyway i'll tell it real quick there's, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. there's a guy who work or were used to work in a barn but this barn is now like a restaurant but there's some rooms you can stay in up there a little inn if you will yeah and uh he apparently killed himself and hung himself in this barn overalls and whatnot classic barn worker and guests came down and they were like, uh, so who's that Who's that guy walking around with overalls and, you know, last night? And they're like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So there's some guests that have seen this ghost appear in the main house. I'm just going to say in the main house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean anything until you look it up. But you know what <laughs> right. I mean? Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot, of, a lot of creepy shit is going on up there. Yeah, so like these are three things that uh, Ty's experienced, but uh, are these basically like the three different places and uh, apparitions, ghosts that most other people have uh, experienced as well? The teen before teen- we get into the other ones, the next ones. Yeah, the teensy story is definitely like a big one, for sure. She's seen regularly. Yeah, and you know what? When I first heard about teensy, this is a good story. We were in a we were in the shop, and we. I do grounds work, so there's like a, sharp, a chainsaw sharpener blade, throws sparks and whatnot. And we're talking about this ghost, right? This guy sharpening a chainsaw blade, sparks flying, you know? And we're like, uh, have you heard about this ghost? This ghost of Blackberry, the, this and this? The, and then, like in a movie, this guy goes, You mean Teensy? As he, as he has a chainsaw and he's. Just, Machines grinding. You just overheard your conversation. Yeah. And yeah. You mean teensy? And then he proceeds to tell us the story. And Wow. Yeah. So it's a well-known story around those parts. I've actually got uh, one here that I was going to bring up, and this would be a good time to talk about apparitions. And uh, if, uh, you know, if you're from the southeast and you're familiar with uh, the mountains and the Blue Ridge and hiking and whatnot, you're familiar with Grandfather Mountain. Have you ever heard of Grandfather Mountain? I have not. It's uh, kind of up towards like Boone and Blowing Rock. 
You know where that's at up there in North Carolina? Up the Blue Ridge Parkway? Sure. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not. You know I'm not into that. Well, I'm I not, think I'm, most I'm not in that, that world. Listener, listening to the podcast probably know where this is. And uh, anyway, so uh, Grandfather Mountain is known for having a... Um, uh, there's a there's a there's a character a ghost a ghostly hiker guy that uh, is known to sort of uh, and you can find a lot of this uh, different uh, websites and stuff that talk about this guy he's known as the phantom hiker of grandfather mountain okay mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, said to be an older man bearded with a rough and grizzled appearance uh, just going off memory here he's also said to have like he wears period clothing uh, so it's bloody. <laughs> go ahead uh, i'm sorry not quite uh what i was referring to yeah, there yeah. for many years ago i'm gonna say the 1920s or 30s would be my guess he's got like an old knapsack you know and he's kind of got uh rough overalls it was the overalls that made me think of um what you were talking about there the guy yeah and um he's been spotted a few times on grandfather mountain by different uh like he doesn't have like modern hiking gear which has always made people sort of question and the conversations have been sort of i guess brief from what i've read if not just straight up he's ignored people altogether if they've talked to him or tried to talk to him Hmm. and he's been spotted on top of the mountain now if you're familiar with grandfather mountain it's kind of like a uh one of the more difficult one of the more challenging hikes to do because there's like ropes and uh cables and ladders all across the mountain to get up it it could be quite dangerous yeah so to get up there, you know, is already kind of a challenge. But that uh, this guy wouldn't have on like sort of modern hiking shoes and stuff, tread, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, modern uh, hiking backpacks and stuff like that. And this is like a 5,000 peak, foot peak, I think, or somewhere in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And um, but again, there's a, a phantom hiker on Grandfather Mountain. That uh, you know, if you go up there and uh, hike that mountain, you may see sometime. So, if you, so you just see him. You say, "Hey there," and then he just keeps walking. Or, like, what's the? Apparently, that's what uh, from what I've read hmm. and am currently so the... reading right now at this very moment. <laughs> okay, uh, what most people say. So it wasn't like he was dead, like he, he or was murdered up there. I should say, or something horrific, and then his spirits lingering. No, linger. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, this it says that right here. This ghostly hiker seems to do no harm. He seems to want little to do with people in general. He only seems to be there, like all the other visitors, to enjoy the natural wonder of Grandfather Mountain. But people have just passed this guy, and who knows? Maybe it's just some asshole that yeah likes old gear. You know. Yeah. Stuck in his ways. Maybe. Yeah. Makes. Uh, I mean, I can see that. I've hiked uh, Grandfather several times by myself. Never saw the phantom hiker. I wonder if he saw you and just like veered and veered <laughs> off. <laughs> Maybe. Saying, no. This guy looks like an asshole and he takes off. No, I'm... go ahead. <laughs> no. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just letting you go. No, no, no. And I was trying to read up more, but apparently also he uh, will show up uh, closer to sunset. So something else to be uh, mindful of should you go. Yeah. He don't, he's not a morning person if you go up there, so don't be up there, hmm. uh, you know, in the a.m. and expect to see him. It's closer to uh, sunset when he should be there. What a world we live in, you know? And a lot of this, is it 
any is any of this real, or is this all the our stupid human brains making all this crap up? Pardon my French. You know what I mean? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. Aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, shadow people. Is that just people just trying to your make your mind their... playing tricks on you? Not even that. Just trying to make your boring life a little bit better with a maybe some type of <laughs> stuff happening. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're playing devil's advocate here. You want to be a skeptic, right? Until you've actually experienced it yourself. I don't know. I'm, 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 we've been through this. I'm the molder. I want to believe this so bad. So, like, Ty's had these experiences. Um, you, in the course of your interview, you know, talked about how you wanted to have them yourself, and you haven't. Yeah. Mm, you know, I don't know. Maybe be thinking a little different if you've uh, experienced it yourself. Uh, 100%, because I know I would be terrified. Like, even if it was like my grandmother or something, I would still be shitting my pants looking at a ghost, even if she was just sitting there. You know All what right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. It's a Real scary quick, thought. Go ahead. Back to the phantom hiker here. I just see that locals believe the ghost is the spirit of a man who fell to his death while hiking alone and whose body was never found. So there is a little backstory. Yeah. There is a little more to it than the, what that other website said. And I, just, I don't even remember how I... I guess I was just reading up on Grandfather Mountain when I came across this or whatever. If you're ever hiking Grandfather Mountain at dusk, keep a lookout for the phantom. The phantom knows. Wait, that's the shadow. Never the mind. Shadow. Damn me. All right, you have to cut that out. Damn no, it. Leave the it phantom in. was Billy Zane. That's right. All right. Well, do you have any more or do you want to move on to the next creepy tale? Let's go on to the next one. What do you say? Let's I keep rolling it. with them. I love it. All right. Uh, here we go. Back with Ty. A little more physical experience I yeah. had was when it, it, we were at a a certain accommodation and I was doing the arrival for this nice nice family had a little girl with them yeah. and I was carrying her lady, ladybug suitcase and her backpack she has an armful of snacks she's telling me all about this she's so excited to stay here and I'm doing the whole yes ma'am shit going up the stairs and you know she's just kind of blabbing on and we get to the very top of the stairs and she falls hard like drops all the snacks hands on the ground like completely falls like almost eats shit I'm, of course, I'm like whoa like are you okay like yeah. da 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 and she goes yeah someone pulled me and I looked at her I was like are you sure she's like yeah someone pulled me this is that narrow ass staircase this is, this right? is, this is a narrow staircase yeah. and my hands are full and even if I wanted to I wouldn't my God, I mean, well, six-year-old, don't give me that look, six-year-old girl, but she looks at me, she goes, yes, yeah, somebody pulled me, and I was like, oh, well, I think you just tripped, and I laid the bags down, and went right back outside, told the dude I was with, I was like, I told him exactly what happened, I was like, I'm not going back in that house at all, yeah. I'll put suitcases at the front door, you can go in the house, because I'm done yeah. with this house, not a, not a bad. So you, you wouldn't go in there alone, you wouldn't spend the night in there alone? No, nope, 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 no. nope. That's like I, uh, one of those. That's like a paranormal activity move. No it's a quick shit. Yank. It's a quick. It was so weird. It was. It, everything was fine, dude. Up the stairs, and she just ate completely, almost ate shit. Like she had a cat dropped everything to catch herself, and she looked at me, dead in the face, and said, "Somebody pulled me." And I was like, "Oh, I think you just kind of tripped because you got socks on or whatever." Yeah. I was trying, just trying to like make her feel. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. But you know, like, why would she lie about that? Yeah. Also about that freaking yeah. house. 
That is a creepy house. It, the general. house is it has that. What I thought, we thought, I think, was a suicide note frame. I mean, I consider it. I mean, I mean, not a suicide note, but a I mean, death note isn't isn't really all death notes. A suicide note, yeah. Like a goodbye. Did the guy die? This is a this is a note. I'm explaining to the folks at home. Ah, yes, that, for, uh, for for the listeners out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a note in this house. It's framed. I guess it was a miner. Yep. With an E, trapped in the tunnel, right? And he uh, he wrote a note. It was to his mother, right? Yeah, it was. A, and it it was says a, like, "I'm ready to meet my maker" yeah, or something yeah. like that. So I'm it's not, like I'm his not getting lo- out of here. Yeah. Yep. His final note, and for and some reason, it's framed. It was in the bathroom. And now it's on the bookshelf where everybody can see it. Yeah. It's very, it's odd. Very odd. I mean, they have the the weird. It's not there no more. I can't believe it. But the shrunken head. <laughs> there was a shrunken head that was yeah. also in a frame in that fucking house, and it's gone for some. It was reason. in a frame. It was in a picture frame, and it was just the shrunken head, right above the freaking bedrooms. The bedrooms. And it was uh, like headboard. Did headboard. You, did you get up close? Because I haven't seen this. Yeah, I, I was what, it when I was being trained in that house. I got to look at it, and I was like, "That's really weird." And it looked. It was quote, a real, I mean, or like was I it don't like know. it could have been one of those like novelty things yeah, where yeah. it's like you know it's a, it's a doll's head or whatever. But like the the point being, it's still shrunken whether whether head. real or imitate. A shr- it's a shrunken okay. head. I didn't know if they were like claiming it to be real. Like we got this. I in- mean they. Wherever we were. I was never told for sure it was. It was just like, this is the shrunken head that hangs above the bed. I'm like, okay, that's... Can't wait to show guests that. That's like, an odd... I, who it's would a want weird, that over their bed while they're sleeping? Imagine thing if it, fell, if it fell on you at night. You know what? Fun fact, I just found out. Hit me. That owns... Oh, sorry, you didn't... Oh, my you, I God. know. I'm sorry. You know what? I'll beep it. You know what? You mean Mr. Old... Mr. Old man. Guy. Yeah. Uh, was actually... A producer. He produced Lord of the Flies. Really? Yep. That the one that has the shooting range in his house? No, that's this is this okay. is the haunted one. He's I don't know if you. Oh, at Boulevard. Yeah, All Boulevard. Right. Owner, okay. owner, owner, owner oh. of the. Yeah. He he produced Lord of the Flies. Wow. And uh, also heard another creepy story that kind of explains why the house is so weird and why that family is so weird is because at one point. A certain source who used to work here shall not be named to protect his identity, but he walked in doing a task and he knocked on the door. And he was told to come in. He came in. Not only was that father with his daughter, y- y- adolescent daughter, with all of her friends, in the living room, in their underwear. <laughs> I, I know that sounds crazy, but he will well, never m- forget it. He now, they must have been doing something. I don't know. I don't want to use the word what what normal what, because what, it's not. What, <laughs> what family activity do you do with your uh, with your you know that involves underwear? I don't say that on the. Podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. But this is this is a family. If you say come in, you would think, you would think that you would think something it's great. innocent. Yeah. Yeah. But but you know, I, I don't like, know. I don't know. Some people are more open. Like like The Rock. Remember that he posted a little picture of his daughter naked at the pool. Oh. And it was like you know just a dad playing with his daughter. You know, jumping in. Ow. Oh, it's, 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 it's like a toddler, toddler. Yeah, I mean, well, oh, well, that's dead. A little older, a little old, no, no, older because it, it was like it was like, odd. It was like, kind of odd, and like it took three, it down. Like three or four. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm horrible. It at better that. not be double digits. If it's double digits, that she was like fifteen. What no, the I'm fuck? <laughs> oh my god! I'm kidding. No, I was no, about no, to no. say rock, dude. No, it, you know, she, it was like it, it was not in a gross way at okay. all. It was tasteful, but, but the I age could, was. Still... I could see how people would be like, "Whoa!" Because I thought it was like a. It's Ugh. like a. What's 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 that football guy's name? Is it Tom Brady that keeps Dan Marino? 
kisses on the lips. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's fucking oh, weird as yeah. shit. It's like, yeah, you know, like, let him be him, but in some, in some yeah. things just you should... It's a little off. Some things you should you should keep off camera. Yeah. And the weird thing about that video, he was getting a massage. That's, remember that? Yeah, I do remember. Oh, yeah. I, that's, yeah. uh... Oh, yeah. Hence why I don't watch football, folks, because it's... <laughs> Full of shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that story's a little paranormal activity-ish. Yeah, yeah, that's poltergeist. You know, poltergeisty, uh, yeah. Is that right? Yep, for sure. God, oh, God's chair. That's gonna sound awful. Guys, I'm sorry. This is a, you'll never hear it again, though. You have my word. But yeah, that's terror. Uh, you ever see that movie? Paranormal activity where like the girl's laying in bed and she kind of just gets jerked. Pulls her right out uh, yeah. the room, right? Didn't he pull her out of the room at one point? Like across the floor? I'm sure. Ghosts are assholes for some reason. Why are they such assholes? You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day and I think I have the answer. If you're stuck in a ghost-like state, I think you just out of boredom, I think you would eventually, even if you didn't want to at first, you would just start... Messing with people? Yeah, why not? Probably so. Yeah, just just somehow get somehow just get a little bit of entertainment. <laughs> I know this chair. <laughs> Maybe we can switch chairs. I don't think I move as much. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good now. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna move. So yeah, walking up the stairs and then she he's right there with her. Yeah. She gets just yanked, just pulled over. Yeah, that's what she said. And this staircase is a very narrow staircase. It's walled in on both sides. This is an old house? Up. No, no, it's a newer house, but just the way it's built. Huh. Yeah, like one level is just pretty much all glass. Like it's it's a very fancy house. But gotcha. Yeah. Huh. But uh, yeah, just the staircase is odd and Yeah, that suicide note? Yeah, the what's what's note? the deal with that? It is an odd one, for sure. It's an odd thing to just have hanging in a house. I mean, uh, a miner was trapped in a mine somewhere on the property, or where no, did the note come from? I think it must be some type of a family thing, because the uh, family that owns it, they 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 keep this note around in a Ouija board, which is odd. Yeah, I want to talk about so, that a little bit. Yeah, but it, yeah, it just says, hey, "Mother, I'm ready to meet my maker. I've had a good life. This and that." And then, right? Yeah, I guess. He got out, or maybe, or see, I don't know the ending of the story. Maybe he didn't get out, and they found the note, or he did, and he just thought, "Hey, wrote this for you." And that—that's the original letter that he that he wrote. Yeah, put in this frame. Yep. Huh. Yep. It is sort of a morbid thing to put into a, uh, you know, a nice brand new. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sort of resort a, a home house type on a resort. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange that people will be staying in. Like it's not like guess. Like, oh, this is very cheery and yeah, upbeat. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this guy's final words as he suffocates to death. Yeah, right there while you're taking a nice healthy dump. And and this guy, uh, the the dude was he said he was a producer. Yeah, I didn't know that until I talked to Ty about it. But apparently, he produced Lord of the Flies, the 1990. Version. Oh, I don't know okay. if I should be saying that, but not the old. So he's. I was thinking he was really, really old, but he's not. Uh, unless I just unless there's another guy. Because there was the original was like in the 60s. I think yeah, right. Yeah, I think so. 
But. And this guy still comes there. He still visits and stays. And yeah, yeah, they're they're owners. Oh, okay. So I don't want to say anything negative about <laughs> yeah. the underwear yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm gonna leave that in. What's that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll leave it in. Right. Why not? It's so, peculiar. So it it definitely is. Thing is, thing is, Justin, rich people, wealthy people, they're odd. You know why? Why? they can afford to be. <laughs> they can do what they really want to do. They do strange things. Have you ever seen those pictures of, uh, ah, what's a dude on, on CNN? Anderson Cooper? Yeah. Have you seen those those old photos where he's like a little kid uh, hanging out with his mom? No. What was he like? Um, what was his family? Were they Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt, yeah. Yeah, check those pictures out sometime. They're, hmm. they're really strange. Like his mom was like, Always wearing like weird robes and uh, there's weird paintings and little dioramas hanging on the wall of these almost sort of satanic looking (laughs) creatures, you know, and it's, I don't know, you come from, you know, if you come from that kind of money generation after generation, you know, and you don't really, you're not forced to... uh, and we're sort of veer. I'm veering off here a little bit. That's okay. Uh, you know, it seems like you know it. Lo- it looks very occultish, I guess. Yeah. Some some of the uh, visuals in these pictures, these family photos of these psychopaths. Yeah. You know, you're like, ah, how did old Anderson Cooper get his job? You know, well, I think we know. A little deal with the devil. You think right? there was a little okay. But uh, you just they're they're really strange the pictures and there's there's lots of them so you can find them easily they yeah. slipped out somehow I'm gonna go check that out and uh, I don't know if you don't have to deal with the normal world on a daily basis maybe you don't have to go to work punch a clock like the rest of us you're sort of left to your own you know and you can do what you want and you yep. just start inventing new ways to you know get into weird shit yeah and then you. You make that your identity among the rich folk. Oh, this guy's the one that's into so and so seances. They're in, you know, they're in their own into their own little thing. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, what's his name? The guy that um, Alistair Crowley. You know, he was all into the occult and shit. Yeah. He was a rich kid. You know, he bought a house up in like uh, Scotland somewhere, and that's where he went to. You know, summon the devil and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And uh, he was, he, he actually bought houses like all over the place and would go off and, and do these little things, trying to summon evil spirits, to, harness them perhaps. He's trying to figure it all out. Right, right, yeah. right. He's Just doing, a he's, doing a, he's doing us a service. He's solving the mystery. Well, supposedly, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, the dude from uh, Led Zeppelin bought that house that Aleister Crowley originally had. Jimmy Page. It was up there in Scotland. I don't know if you've heard any of that or not. I haven't. Yeah. Somewhere up there. Wow. And he would hold his seances, you know, and uh, different little, have his little crew come up there, you know, and mm-hmm. get in robes and shit, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. And it, for some reason, Druids, all, there always had to be an orgy at the end. Ultimately, there was yeah. just an orgy. Yeah, it was the main point was just to get a bunch of chicks up there. For I think. sure. Yeah, 
I think he was he's pretty wild man though. I think he did all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Hey, we could do an episode on Aleister Crowley sometime. I would love it. Rich kid asshole trust fund punk ass bitch. Wow. <laughs> did all kinds of weird shit because he could because he didn't have to work. Well, like hey, the rest of us. Hey. Good for him, you know. I I with me, I'm just jealous of that. I know. Yeah. We all are. We, <laughs> I think that's at the heart of it. So, yeah, I guess that's, you know, whatever. The underwear thing, it's weird. Yeah. But I do think, Saint, talking about the uh, Lord of the Flies, movie producer and all that jazz. Underwear. Underwear. I'm pretty sure that's where the shrunken head came from. I have never actually seen the shrunken head. Yeah. But surely that's got to be some type of a prop. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. He uh, picked it up all on location. Probably came yeah. from a uh, another movie he'd done or worked on somewhere. Yeah, had to be. And he just thought, oh, this would be cool hanging above a bed. And that's uh, like a place he owns, I guess, is what you said? Yeah, he owns it and gotcha. guests come up and stay. Okay, okay. Well, that's interesting nonetheless. Yeah. And why'd that pussy ghost have to pick on the little girl? Why didn't he go for Ty? <sighs> Good question. Yeah. It's like... Um, I don't know. As, as as we're talking about these, uh, the property there, it almost seems like the property itself. So the house is a, is a new structure. Nothing's happened in the house that should cause something like that. There's no reason. It's just it's the property. It's yeah. the location. Yeah. And who knows what happened there back in the day? Right. It's uh, and actually this is this is one of the points I wanted to bring up. Is uh, is our interview with Dwight McCarter? Mm-hmm. When he was talking about, uh, I can't remember that particular gap. It was on a trail, though, and it was actually somewhere close by over there, I think, wasn't it? When he was talking about that, he said she gets up on his back, right? Yeah. And he, she wouldn't, you know, let up. Yeah. She would just, like, in this one particular area where he told his... And real quick, I would encourage our listeners, if you haven't listened to our interview with Dwight McCarter, to go back and listen to that, and uh, you can... You know, check out that whole thing. And that's towards mm-hmm. the end of the interview. First part of the interview is going to be in large part talking about his career as a search and rescue um, person and as a, as a ranger with the park service. Yeah. But he does talk about that, though. Yeah, he does. She he, gets he, up on his back and she doesn't let up. Whatever that means. We don't know what that means. It's yeah. a little terrifying. And he said he does not go there anymore. Yeah. yeah what, was it Was it Ace Gap? I don't remember. I'm trying to think of the gap. It was a particular place, and he was telling uh, one of his fellow rangers to not camp there. Yeah. Because she was going to steal all of his shit, all of his equipment, gun and whatnot, and that ultimately ended up happening. Okay, so that's that's a little weird. Yeah. Here we have a ranger, you know. Who didn't have a single thing to say about Bigfoot. But he had a ghost story. Right. It still annoys me a little bit. And we would like to hear more of those because I think there are more to tell there. But uh, that was the end of our three-hour interview with Dwight. Yeah. And uh, we didn't want to push any further. We, he had already given us a lot of his time. So. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, go back and listen to that interview. And uh, I was going to say, well, it's episode number four. I have no idea which episode number that is. We've lost track here. I want to say it was four, too. Could be hey, four, four or five. Just go look in the feed. You'll see it. Yeah, you'll find it. 
So, you know, these apparitions, they get affixed to places, mm-hmm. locations. And items, too. Right. Like, I kind of creep myself out. I was thinking, I was in that house the other day, and I was thinking about taking a picture of that note so we could post it on Instagram or something. And then, I'll, and then you know, my stupid brain, what if the thing gets attached to the picture and then it's on my phone and it's going to start messing with me? You actually went through all of that? In my head, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I and then I didn't take the picture. So, but maybe I will one of these days. But that's like uh, what, like that mining town in California, like what is it called, Bodie, California? I think so. Where the curse, I guess, of the town is that you you're not you can't take anything from the from the city proper. So if you visit the town, don't take a nail, don't take any artifacts, you know, because the bad luck or whatever negative energy is affixed to that place will follow you home. The juju. And people have to have gone home and had lots of bad things happen to them, right? And had to go back to Bodie and remove and return all that stuff that they 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 taken, you know, took with them. And then it just stops. That's odd. That is that's a strange thing I mean, that bad happens. stuff happens to people all the time, so but like, you know. But if you can you know, Focus it on an object, and then you're like, ever since that thing, everything's been going haywire around here. And then I would put it to that myself if it were if I were in that situation, and you know, like, oh, you get back home, you know, and uh, your transmission goes out on your vehicle, you know, or you get in a car wreck, or you know, get ass cancer. You're like, what the yeah. f- damn Bodie? It's this <laughs> nail. It's this chunk of wood. It's uh, yeah. A lot of those buildings too. If uh, seen documentaries on that, they like um, like everything has been left in those buildings. Like there's all kinds of stuff in those buildings that people could oh, take. The, yeah, I got you. But uh, they don't for yeah. that very reason. Yeah, I'm sure some people do. Surely, there's got to be yeah. somebody that has it hanging in their seance room. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, so should, should we move on to the third? I think so. Story. Let's do it. All right. And here we go back with the Jew. Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you nothing about that, about that damn house, though. Really, what started it all? Started it all, at least for me, anyway, about, that, about my career here in that house was the task. I got tasked, middle of the night, late night, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, wrapping up for the night. My manager goes, hey, owners are coming in tonight. They won't be here until like 3 o'clock in the morning. Take these house keys, unlock the front door, turn on a couple lights, keys on the countertop. That's very standard for pretty much anything. It's like, okay, that's fine. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Now, I already kind of heard about the house and whatever, but I wasn't had any experience with it yet. So I'm coming up there. Very first experience with this fucking place about how haunted it is. And once you start looking for it, especially working at night, because for years, I, I you know, I, I, I just heard the stories, but I never, like, believed them. Mm-hmm. But I realized it's because I kept my head down and didn't look for it. Start looking for it, you will see it everywhere. Anyway, at the house, pull up. You know how it's set up. You walk out through the gate, mm-hmm. the pathway, and you look in the door. Now, the whole front, if you're looking at the front door from the, you know, porch, the whole front four door is glass. you got yeah. huge floor-to-ceiling glass window, big glass front door. You can see the, I mean, from the porch, you can see the entire front of the house. Yeah. But it's at night, so whatever. I'm walking up. As I'm approaching the front door, 
every single light on the first floor, lamps included, comes on and then turns off. And it stopped me in my tracks. And I stared at this house, again, contemplating, am I having a stroke? Did I just see, what I just saw, was that real? And I just, I held there for a minute, nothing else happened. Took a couple more steps toward the house. Once again, every light on the first floor came on and then turned off. I turned around, went right back in the car, straight back to, you know, the little (laughs) break room, put the keys on the desk. I said, I can't do it. I told my manager what happened. He said, he pretty much, he gave me a bunch of shit, which is fine. I told him I'm not going to the house. I was, so far, I said, we should not even rent the house out. It's freaking dumb. It's haunted. We should tear it down. There should be, tear it down. And uh, he, he, I pretty much got shrugged off. He's like, I'll have someone else do it. I was like, that's fine. Don't ever send me to that house ever again. Ever. Don't want to be part of it. Have you heard anybody else have stories in there? And yeah, um, you work at the... As far as Boulevard, I mean, the Ouija board that's in there, a lot, a lot, Classic. Of, a lot of times guests will come in, they'll see it on the bookshelf and call, hey, get this out of the house. We don't want to deal with this because yeah. it's the owners. Um, I think of the Ouija board, what are your thoughts on them? Because I don't know if I... Can you mass produce... I believe a it device is, that can it, contact the dead? It is. I mean, you can mass produce just about anything these days, hell. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's 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 crossing over. It's crossing a realm of some sort. I feel like the way I was up up broad and and kind of you know, up broad up broad whatever upbringing. Fuck you. Brought up. Brought up. Yeah. The way I was the way I was brought to did up to did was you know it's very religious and I was always taught you know as if you if you let the devil in or if you mess yeah. if you mess with it they'll come like it is if you keep the door closed and don't mess with it you're I'm fine. just gonna. I'm, just, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yep. If you mess with it, they'll come. I'm going to save that. Hey, that clip that. Hey, mess with it, they'll come. That's going to be your clip text it. tone for me. Hey. <laughs> um, so I, I, I believe the Ouija board was. I think it's it's based. I always believe it's based off a real thing. Like who knows how long, how many ages ago, you know, the the, the Latin demon worshippers. But like it's based based off of a real thing, and then made to be a children's toy. Right. You know, right. I mean, Monopoly, Mousetrap, mm-hmm. all very real adult things, but then board games out of it. Kids toy. It's a kids toy. So yeah. I, I believe the Ouija board is a, was was a very real whatever thing that you know the mediums use. You know the, the, the crystal ball, even mm-hmm. you know the I mean, there's toys about that too. Yeah. But, so I think it's. Uh, I don't know, man. If you just if you're just unlucky enough to fucking play around with that enough, you you yeah. you regret it. I don't know. Let me ask you this. In your past, have you ever had any experiences? Because they say, I have never really had ghost experience. And they say that certain people are like, you know, predisposed to having the ability. Well, you know I'll, what I mean? I'll answer that with this. Uh, a lot of, as far as what I read, I don't know what you call not a psychologist, but what, uh, uh, what do you ever call like a... Whatever, like a psychologist with like the ghost studies in the brain. Anyway, the point is, ages four to seven, four to eight, four to seven, are the prime, prime for like for hauntings or ghost sites. Children have a way clo- mm-hmm. for some reason they don't understand, but for some reason young kids have a lot better connection with the spirit world and they see a lot more shit than we do. Um, Hell, just just recently, I uh, I'll look up the video, but I can I can show you later. Recently, there was a nest cam footage of a little girl breaking her leg on the driveway, flat driveway, 
and there's it's a guy it's the dad he's working on his car and on the camera you see the little girl come waddling up and she couldn't be more than two years old and gets like she got tackled by a football player thrown to the ground and hmm. snapped her leg like her you know cracked it yeah she kept telling, you know, the parents, the ghost man pushed me. It was the ghost man pushed me. And she, they're like, obviously, like, okay, we don't know what she's talking about. Like, da, da, da. Went back, look at the camera, and the dad yeah. can't, he can't figure it out. He's watching the footage going, his daughter's getting creamed on this flat driveway. And nothing, she's not running, she's just walking. He, she gets fucking slammed. And hmm. she kept saying, the ghost man pushed me. The ghost man pushed me. But me personally, as a kid... I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Besides my creepy uncle, I couldn't tell you anything scary. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> you kidding. got creamed nah, by him. I'm just kidding. But I, I mean, not not that I can think of. I mean, you know, there's there's plenty of haunting stories from my hometown. But like, I mean, me personally being haunted, I, I can't think yeah. of anything. I, I I don't know. Even like with all the Junus. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't know. If anything, it probably, probably protects me. What are you talking about? There you go. I'm just trying to make as many Jew jokes as possible. Yeah. It's I, all in good fun, it's, people. I don't know. It, you know what? It's fun. I give them permission. You yeah. Know? So, as far as I know... Oh, have you heard? I was talking to the GM here. Oh. Have you heard a story in the main house? It's about the perfume? Nope. Oh. Nope. But what do you got? Well, there is. I, I actually experienced this one myself. Now, now they come to me oh, only once. <clears throat> there's a story in the. There's there's pit of power children's feet. You know, you have a guest in the main house in the cardinal suites. Middle of the night. Nyad told me all this. Like he's he's gotten the call before through the years he worked here. Hey, can you figure out whose children are running around because they are just running up down the halls and keeping us up? And Nyad thinking, didn't think there were any kids here, but I'll go look around. Yeah. Looks around, obviously, two in the morning, nothing there. He checks the paperwork. He's like, there's no one with kids staying in the main house. That's really weird. Um, he told me a story about uh, one night he was doing his rounds, and all the faucets in the bathrooms were on. In the bathrooms, all, every sink was on. Uh, you know, some lights would be off and turn on, whatever. So he, his theory was, <clears throat> I mean, think about it. You got a 17th, 18th century ghost. And they're probably just absolutely floored by running water. Like so, yeah. they're probably so he just thinks oh, that yeah. she was just like just running water, just looking at it. Like what what amazing technology is this? Yeah. But the perfume one, I was told about this one, and I was like, "You're full of shit." And then I experienced it. It was like midnight. It wasn't anything too crazy. It was like it was a late night. It was like midnight. Going my last final rounds, and the legend is, or what ends up happening is the main house is empty for hours, hours, right? Last person leaves at 10.30. You're walking through, you keep walking through the main dining room and it's nothing, nothing, nothing. And just in one spot, you get hit in the face with perfume. Like, it is just like, like you're in the mall almost. Like, you, yeah. it's, it's like, boom. And you're like, whoa. And then you walk through it and it's gone again. And you can, I literally turned back around. I could walk, I could stand in the spot and smell the perfume, the middle of the room. Wow. And then walk through it. I, and then I was like, That's is there crazy. a story behind that? Like a person, old lady, I would imagine. Nah, I mean, it's just, that's just kind of thing people say they experience. And yeah. I experienced that one. Huh. I, uh, it's, there, there's a, this one, I, there's one other one, I, I never experienced it. Some guys have come and gone, they say they experienced it, but hedgerows. Yeah. There's, legend says that there's an, it was an outlaw and a sheriff had a shootout out there. Love it. Outlaw held up in the house. 
Sheriff, you know, da-da-da, and I guess the, the outlaw ended up dying, right? He, Sheriff got a blind shot, killed him, he bled out. And now during around the Halloween times or certain certain nights, somebody, if the house is empty or occupied, doesn't fucking matter, you'll just drive by and you will see shadows walking through the, through the house, like a shadow walking through the house, hmm. whether empty or occupied. In the middle of the night, just walk through the house. I personally never experienced that one, but yeah. that's one. That's, that's, that's why I I hate looking through a window, oh, looking dude. out into darkness or into a dark house, oh, like because of that shit. You have no idea what's out there. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Zero clue. Yeah. But, uh, the, I don't know his name. GM was telling me about a farmer guy in the farm or in the main house when it was a farm. Shit. Apparently he offed himself, hung himself up in the rafters. Oh, I remember that one. Some guests have claimed to see a dude walk around in overalls in the main house. Dude, that so is, that would be. That and then the ass, they ask, like, who's, the, "Who's the guy in overalls?" And then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? That's how it goes. Oh. And then the music hits. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, there we go. That's how I sum everything up. Do you believe in ghosts? I think there's shit going on around us yeah. that most of us cannot see. Yes. 100%. Yep. I agree with that. But I don't know what it is. Yep. I, I don't know. I say I want to have a ghost maybe, experience, maybe, maybe but it's terrifying. Long term. Do you, maybe, maybe, maybe instead of ghosts, do you believe in uh, maybe like a, a lost spirit, if you will? A wandering soul? I don't see. That's the thing. I, I like the idea of it because it means there's something after this. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, because I've never had any experience with it personally. I don't know, but I would like to, I think. But I don't. I want it to be. I want it to be a Casper situation. I don't want. It to be oh a, yeah, same. Yeah. I don't want it to be a frightening. Paranormal activity fucked me up. Yeah, I can't do that. Years. I can't. Do no, it. God no. God no. Yeah. It, 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 it's crippling to think that there's something that can get you easily, but you cannot defend it. You but, can't defend yourself against it. There's nothing it you can do. do? That's another thing. I've tried to tell myself that too. Like, if I did see a ghost in the basement or wherever, just me, you'd just be like, alright, you did scare me. What would you like? And then what would the ghost do at that point? Or just look at you? You just stare at you? And then, what do you want? And you, just, you just go, what? 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 Rent's late, you yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah. And then, how long you living here? Yeah. What are you doing? Just I don't classic. know. I'd be, I'd be terrified, but I don't know. Like if me too. If, me they, too. If, if they're able to throw pots of pants around, it makes they they can't grab me by the throat and just yeah, end it off. You ever watched the movie The Frighteners? No, it's the best. It's the best Peter Jackson movie by far. Fuck Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Whoa! No, no, no. Peter no. Jackson, Michael J. Fox. Oh, it's fantastic. He can Michael J. Fox can talk to ghosts. He sees ghosts. He's got this crew of ghosts working for him that go and haunt houses and he's like a paranormal cleanser so he Fuck goes it. in and like well then that's what we do if we ever see a ghost hey man you want a job we can make yeah. some quick money <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good and they, actually in that movie the baby there's a baby and they can the baby can see the ghost oh. and then they they I'll pick see. the baby up and they're like carrying it around but the parents are freaking out because the baby's flying around <laughs> and, but they're just like one of them's a big giant black guy with an afro and this little skinny guy with glasses the other one it's pretty good. Friday. I'm yeah. That. It's pretty good. He has this guy. He's after his ass. 
I forgot his name, but he's very. He rips his shirt off at one point. It's just scars all over him. And he's, My body is a roadmap of pain. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. That's how I want Ghost to be. All right. Okay. What do you think about that? That's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of paranormal activity and experience for one person. I know. He's experienced a lot more than most people will ever experience yeah. in their entire lives, That's if true. ever. That's true. But, again, how much of that was really paranormal? Like, did, did that little girl just fall and she just said, somebody pull me? You know what I mean? But yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to dismiss the fact that she thought somebody pulled. That's, that's a very... It was the first thing she said. Yeah. It's this. Uh, it's this property. This property. Yeah. Seems to be teeming with uh, ghostly activity. Yeah, I and mean, I guess there's a lot of history there. I mean, it's it's right in the middle of a lot of uh, historical places, if you will. Yeah. A lot of stuff has gone down. There's multiple cemeteries on this property. A lot of history. Yeah. A lot of history. Yeah. So, who knows? Who? Knows, yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's a whole lot of stuff. It uh, kind of reminds me of like the um, you've seen the movie The Shining. Mm-hmm. Did you mention the Frighteners in that uh, section? Oh, of the, you better uh, believe I did. And uh, so, like, it's really sort of scary. Here is how this. Why haven't people seen these movies? When you mention a movie. <laughs> Not seen the Frighteners? How have you not seen the Frighteners? I know. It is a little ridiculous. You mentioned Peter Jackson. People are like, oh, I absolutely love Lord of the Rings. Fuck you. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is garbage. Dead alive. Yeah. Or, or yeah, there you go. But I don't know. A lot, most people I work with haven't seen anything at Pop all. culture's dead. Yep. That's the yep. most terrifying part of this entire episode is the lack of knowledge. That's it. Frighteners but, is completely unknown. Well, anyway, what I was saying was, yeah, sorry, you've seen uh, The Shining, yes. And as we're talking about this, uh, all this activity on the property, it's it reminds me of uh, what old Dick Halloran was saying to uh, young uh, Danny there, Torrance. Yeah. Do you remember the line? They were uh, sort of sitting there having ice cream. They were sitting at the table. I do, but I don't remember any dialogue. Yeah, he was just basically talking about how, uh, you know, history, when when uh, something gets left behind, that's the shining. When some places shine, some places don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to just gonna read that quote here. I love it. See if you sort of uh, recall any of this. Okay. So it's sort of fitting to the property, and it's the way things are all kind of happening out there, right? Mm-hmm. So he's just talking. He kind of says, uh, well, you know, Doc, when something happens... It can leave a trace of itself behind. Say like uh, when someone burns toast. When some things happen, it can leave other traces behind. Not things anyone can notice, but things that only people that with shine can see. Just like when uh, they see things that haven't happened yet. So, of course, he's referring to you know future events and stuff mm-hmm, like right. that. They can see things that happened a long time ago. I think a lot of things that happened in this particular hotel over the years... A lot of things happened in this hotel over the years, and not all of them were good. So, like, you know, maybe some things good happened there, and some things mm-hmm. not so good happened there on the old property. And uh, 
It left uh, a residue, if you will. Yeah, a nice shiny residue. Right. Yeah. That's kind of my theory with a lot of places, is that uh, some stuff has been left behind. Yeah, and... and, and I have no science to back that up. Well, it, it makes sense, though. Like, just if you just think about it, I, I mean, maybe it doesn't scientifically, but to me it makes perfect sense that some some shit goes down... And then here we are, we're living, it's still going. It's still happening. We just can't see it, but certain people can. It's almost like some interdimensional. Right. Right. It's just. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Another dimension. Yep. And that's that. There you go. That could be a whole other thing with the ghosts. Like Perhaps they're just another person going about their life, their, their life in another dimension. They kind of intermingle for a second. We see it. It's terrifying. <laughs> because we're like, who the hell is this in our house? We but, see it; it's terrifying. Yeah, but he's just going about his day. But yeah, it seems like. Uh, and I was going to ask you this: I don't know if you've ever gone someplace before, like, uh, yeah, you know, some old place. And this is the first time you walk into a building, like an old building or something. Have you ever sort of like, and it's hard to describe. I don't know could just be a rush of like thinking about all of the history that's taken place like say a prison right mm-hmm. you've been to like old abandoned prisons before have you ever visited any prisons yeah like uh you know i went up to the one up there and uh, they filmed the shawshank redemption at the ohio state reformatory yeah and uh or brushy mountain you know yeah middle yeah, yeah. tennessee there yep kind of going towards middle tennessee Places with a lot of history, a lot of bad history. Mm-hmm. So I assume a lot of these places uh, they have are, are supposed to be haunted as well, right? And again, that's like, you know, the residue that's been left behind of all the negative energy, all the bad that's happened there. Yeah. Especially at a prison. Obviously, some bad stuff's gone on at the uh, property there we're talking about, that Ty's talking about. So like you ever gone to these places and sort of stepped onto them for the first time and felt anything weird? You get a little vibe. A weird vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Uh, yeah, for sure. Where you're kind of, I don't, it's hard to explain. I don't even really know how to explain it. But yeah. like say you go into a building or something for the first time or an old house mm-hmm. and uh, you just kind of get a funny, you know... Just washes have, over you for a second. Yeah, you just have that sense of something's off here. Yeah. Something. Even if you don't actually see or experience anything right. paranormal, right. it's just the ambiance. The energy. Uh, the energy of the place. Yeah. So you have had that before, right? I have had that for sure. Do you remember where? No, I see, I have that a lot. Like I can go out at night to my car to grab something. And oh. I start to get, yeah, <laughs> I have a dumb brain that makes things terrifying that shouldn't be. And that's it's what I chalk most, on you. that's what I throw all that to. Like, I'm just like, no, it's just, I'm just being an idiot. But maybe I am picking up on something when I walk into an old house or a, like that time we went to, where was that? Where I panicked and left like a coward. The Lakeshore yeah. Mental Hospital. Yeah. We went there one night. And we walked through the gymnasium and some of the rooms attached to that. I was terrified. Yeah. And I don't know if that was because something was actually going on around me that I couldn't see or if I was just being a little bitch. 
Well, there was a lot of bad things that happened there. That's true. If you're not from East Tennessee, um, you may not be familiar with the Lakeshore Mental Hospital, but uh, it was uh, none of those buildings uh, are there anymore. It's uh, I guess you could almost kind of call it kind of towards the Bearden area of Knoxville, and it's now a large uh, city park. But uh, for many years, for like a hundred years. And I think the original uh, building uh, still exists there. The main structure of the original hospital, which used to have wings like uh, like an east and a west wing coming off of it with the wards. Yeah. And there they were. I don't want to say they lo- they were lost to a fire or if they were intentionally um, torn down. But that main building still exists on top of the hill. And they eventually turn, and I think it's still office buildings now. Well, I'm not sure what offices are in there, but it's some sort of city office buildings. Okay. It was it, renovated. Okay. And it has a basement, that building does. It has a basement. And uh, you can go online and find old pictures of the Lakeshore Hospital. Yeah. And read up on its history, if you're so inclined. It's creepy it's as hell. It's some though. creepy stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. with a, a hundred years, like a prison, a hundred years of... You know, having patients there, there was a lot of bad stuff that happened there. Yeah, and that was back when you could just. I think this may work. Let's cut his head open and do God knows what to his right, brain. Right. Yeah. So, they, it's like you know, like some house on a haunted hill kind of surgery rooms looking stuff. It's weird. Lobotomies, Lobo- yeah. in general, are not very humane. <laughs> no, no, it's, yeah. You know, we'll just. Uh, destroy this particular part of the brain and they'll be very docile and they'll you know okay (laughs) fixed them can we call that pseudoscience i don't know call me crazy i don't know some people swear by them you know shove a spike up somebody's uh nostril or eyeball and god i still just spin it around in there a couple of times uh, i think we got it yeah yeah they you know they're still doing electro shock therapy Right, yeah. Like I don't know. I thought the, I thought that was a long dead practice, but no, it's still going. I guess there's 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 something to that. I, there must. Where you be. just blast somebody with some electric uh, I don't know. charge to their brain. There's got to be because it's still going. But also, when we look when a hundred years from now, like when we look back on chemotherapy, let's say, people are gonna be like, "What barbarians." What were they doing? Savages. Yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Who? They were killing everybody when they... <laughs> yeah. yeah. All they had to do was spritz it with some bleach. <laughs> you know? What we don't know. Yeah. It's that simple. So, yeah, um, that strange feeling in, in old places. Um, It's odd, you know? Yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, other listeners out there, maybe if you've experienced the same thing. Yeah. When you've uh, gone into old places before. And all the uh, the lights flickering story, that's also a very common theme. Is More poltergeist elect- type activity yeah. there. Yeah. But again, that could be like that dude's theory with the water. Maybe they're just like, what in the hell is this? Sweet little light. He made a good point. Off and on. Yeah. That's a very it good theory. It makes sense. They're fascinated by it. Yeah. So they just keep on and off. With no dad there to yell at them to say, stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's really, uh, those are some strange experiences. Yeah. 
Especially, what about the perfume? Like, that was a pretty odd one as well. Yeah, Especially yeah. that it's perfume and not like an air freshener, but it's described as perfume. Right. Which I think is another common, those uh, aromas, smells yeah. mysteriously showing up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's practically experienced every single thing there on yeah. this property that yeah. you could ever experience. He's got it. So, yeah. That's the interview with Ty, the Jew. What'd you think overall? What do you think about what's your opinion on ghosts? Are you a believer? Ghosts. Again, you know, I got to go back to the. Uh, it's there's a lot I think having to do with the location, the place. Yeah. You know, so it's. Um, I guess what I mean by that is like you know. I mean, we, we we just mentioned Lakeshore Mental Hospital, and you know, I guess this would be good a time as I need to talk about my own personal experience oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Before I forget. So obviously, a lot of bad things happen there. You know. Somebody that's never been to a place like this and has never experienced something like that, they're going to dismiss it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but like we we had actually gone to this place, guy I worked with uh, a number of years ago. This would have been around about 2010, 2011. Uh, this dude, Phil, did this on a regular basis. He was uh, the paranormal guy. Go check out hospitals. What's that hospital, the big famous one, the mental hospital up there in uh, Louisville, Kentucky? I can't remember the name of yeah, it right now. I don't know. But if you were to tell me the name, most people would know it. You got to Google it real quick? Yeah, I'll Google it while you're talking. And um, so Phil did this all the time. And at work one day, he just happened to mention, uh, you know, of course, I knew about the Lakeshore Hospital's buildings that were still there at the time. Like I said, they're all gone now. They've all been torn down. Uh, and he had gone in there a couple of times. And he told us that he had experienced a couple of things in there. And the thing about the the buildings at the Lakeshore Hospital was that they were built in different sort of time periods. So, like, the decor, you know, inside was definitely dated to the period with which the building was built and abandoned, right? Yeah. So, like, you definitely saw, like, 70s type stuff, you know, carpets, paint right. in the different buildings and stuff. Talking about the Central State Hospital? I guess whatever the big one is up there. Central. Let's listen to this. Like this is back when they called it's it huge things too. like this. Central Kentucky Asylum for the Insane. I think that's probably the place. Right? Yeah. Built in 1874. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the place, and it's huge. It's like a massive uh, hospital that's still open with the purpose, I think, now of letting people in that are into paranormal research. They'll do like people let people stay the night and stuff like that. And I think they actually do that at the Ohio State Reformatory too. Like you can rent the place out and stay all do night an overnight camp thing. in the prison. Yeah. Sort of a situation. Central this it, before it was called the Central Kentucky Asylum for the Insane, it was called the Central Kentucky Lunatic Asylum. We need to have more stuff like that. That just sounds terrifying. Yeah. And Lakeshore Mental Hospital was I think it originally called something closer closer to that. It's the original title. As the years went by, the name for it got a little more, you know, a little nicer. They had 2,400 patients in there at one point. Right. In the 50s, 40s, sorry. 
Yeah, if you should happen to see any pictures of it, it's a massive structure. It was a lot bigger than the Lakeshore Mental Hospital. But that was big nonetheless, too. It was huge. I think it had two or three floors in the original wings, the main structure. Yeah. And like a wing coming off each side. Man. But, uh, yeah, so he mentions uh, that he'd he'd gone there a couple of times. And uh, girl that I was dating at the time, she joined us. And uh, contrary to popular belief, you don't just experience uh, ghost activity at a certain time of the day, like it in the witching hour, you know, <laughs> yeah. or uh, 1 or 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., even though that's supposed to be probably because of the movies. 3.33 a.m. What's that? 3.33 a.m. Is that when it's supposed to be most active? Yeah, of course. 3.33. Three, three. Yeah. So, you know, that's not always the case, though. Not always the case when, you know, things are happening. So, uh, we, uh, you know, make plans to go and check out the buildings. So, we go and uh, this was probably in the early afternoon to evening time one day. We all go to check it out. It was three of us. It was me and this guy, Phil, and uh, my ex. uh, Lady friend. Yeah, and uh, so we go, check out a few buildings. Nothing really happens. We're just kind of walking through the buildings, uh, breaking and entering, I'm breaking the law. There. Yeah, just kind of slip in. Yeah, and it wasn't a big deal because, uh, like I said, these buildings were all the property had turned into a park, so there's a walking track around it, and you could just walk right in. People had broken in over the years, and um, we walk in, and we're not really. There's nothing, nothing happening, right? There's classrooms, there's like ward rooms, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of these long hallways. Some of the some of the structures, some of the buildings, if you should uh, Google them and look them up, were very large, right? Yeah. Several floors, long hallways, lots of rooms, a maze, okay? And uh, we go in and we're walking all over the place and nothing, nothing for most of the buildings. Minus your usual you know, creaking and cracking of an old structure that's sort of been open to the elements, right? Mm -hmm. For the years, for many years, decades. I can't remember exactly when it closed down. I was wanting to say the 90s was like, you know. And actually, when when we were in there, there was actually still one building that had one of the most current buildings still had patients in it. And it was kind of off off to its own over there. Again, that building's been torn down too. This would have been like uh, around about 2010, 2011, if I haven't mentioned that already. And uh, so we go into what would have been, I guess, the basement sort of like um, machine room. Does that make sense? Like yeah. where the um, the heavy equipment stuff was right. for, you know, the power. Right. And uh, there's probably like an inch or two deep of water in that room mm-hmm. no power obviously we just have like headlamps and stuff so what it, it wasn't creepy at all then is that what you're saying <laughs> right right yeah. yeah the hallways man like there was even like a chair and I, I took a bunch of pictures that day we'd go into the cafeteria and stuff and uh we go into this one room and it's i'm pretty sure it was like a dentist chair but it looked like an operating chair jesus yeah yeah where you had that funky light you know yeah but yeah. I think it was just a dentist's chair uh, where you had the tile 
in that weird green mm-hmm. paint that's in all was all the old asylums, you know? The soothing green. Yeah, and weird paintings that are supposed to be, I guess, would have been, you know, pleasant, happy yeah. scenes, you know. And here you've got these hip, happy, pleasant scenes. Uh, and I'll try and post some of these pictures if I can dig into my archives on Instagram or something. Get the episode maybe next week or some at some point. Because uh, I still have all these pictures. And, uh, you know, all this old equipment, you know, and just uh, very creepy. But again, we haven't heard anything. We haven't seen anything and we haven't heard anything yeah. walking around inside the buildings until we get to the uh, basement. And the, I don't think there was a way to get down in into this basement from inside the building. When I'm, from what I remember, because again, this was like 10, 11 years ago, we're outside and we take a um, like a concrete uh, staircase down, okay, from the outside. Mm-hmm. And then we go in that way. Yeah. Again, it was just three of us. Phil, kind of an old hand at this sort of thing. You know, nothing's really shaking him up. In fact, when we get in there, as we're kind of wading through this, you know, couple of inch deep water, there is a loud crash, bang, uh, it, it sounded like somebody had picked something heavy metal, right? Like a, I don't know, some, some metal something and slammed it against another piece of metal. All right. Yeah. Not yeah. making this up. This scared the shit out of all of us. Yeah. And we bolt out of this <laughs> room, you know? Yeah. And it was just like a room where all the equipment, the, the, you know, all the equipment was that, uh, you know, sort of ran the place, powered the place. The boiler room. It was like a boiler room. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street when, you know, yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just exactly what it looked like, like the big boilers or whatever. And uh, we, you know, run our asses out of there. Yeah. Now, when this happened, did you like make sure your lady got out of there before you or was it like a race for the door? She was gone immediately. She was the first out of there. (laughs) She wasn't really dressed. I had kind of like hiking shoes on too. So I was kind of, fine walking through this muck that yeah. was in the floor this basement uh dark basement room she was gone okay <laughs> keep in mind this Just is like you. five six seven in the evening you know still got plenty of daylight yeah not creepy outside at all you know it's not not in the middle of the night yeah and uh phil wasn't overly terrified he was half expecting this to happen because he had been in there before when he had heard stuff and he had heard like I I want to say he'd heard like footsteps and things like that in the stairways, right? That go from, to the different wards and the yeah. different rooms and stuff. And this in this particular building in the different wings, they they were two or three stories high. I want to say two. And so he had heard stuff there before. Again, we didn't see anything, but it was totally but silent, you- minus your occasional drip of water. Okay. Right. What you would hear in a basement setting, yeah. heavy machinery. We're Pl- not touching anything. We didn't touch anything. We didn't move anything. We're just walking through there, kind of a single file sort of situation, right? Yeah. And then just a loud, like someone intentionally picked something up and slammed it against something. Now, sure, you could argue that could have been a, a, a homeless person in there. Who knows? Yeah. 
because these these structures were open to the public. Anybody could get in any of those buildings. And I would say there was probably like eight or ten of them at the time, eight or ten different yeah. large buildings. You could have had homeless people living in there. Yeah, for there sure. could have been somebody wanting us to get the hell out of there right then. Possible. And it worked. It worked <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. And it was but it was uh it wasn't like far away. The sound was like it was kind of coming from our left side, like it was right on top of us. Damn. Yeah. I don't... Like it was an intentional, you know, get gone yeah. situation, to, you know? To scare you. Get out. Yeah. I mean, that right there, when, when we went, I was, ex- I was constantly expecting something like that to happen just because it was all, you remember that gym? It was all filled with. God knows what all over the floor. Chairs, old yeah. chairs, and the floor was kind of rotten and yeah. coming up, you know. It's a the creepy teak. basketball court. Was it teak? I guess that's what they put on old basketball. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Rusting everything, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the offices there were just... Yeah, I remember that. And I remember... I begged you to go in a little yeah. further. Yes, you did. And I just walked out by myself and drove home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, so this this time was during the day, and then um, we'd gone there once before, and we'd gone to the main building, not me and uh, Phil and the ex, but just me and the ex, and we spoke with a lady, because I wanted to get some pictures, I think was what the deal was, and we spoke with a lady that worked in the offices at the main building that's up at the top of the hill up there. Yeah. And uh, she invited us in. This was before we went that that time where we heard that loud crash. This was like the first time I'd ever been in any of those buildings. She kind of gave us a tour. And of course, the main building had all been renovated. Uh, but she couldn't get us into the basement. Um, I want to say you, you had to have a special key or something to get into the basement. Yeah. Even via the elevator. Hmm. Uh, that's For where the real reason. shit was going down. What's that? That's where the real shit was going down. Well, here's the thing. So, like, she said to us that day uh, that she would never go back into the basement of that main building again. <laughs> For whatever reason. I, I can't remember because it's been so long if she, she gave specifics as to what had happened to her yeah. in the basement. Yeah. What she'd seen or heard. She just, I remember her saying she would never go back into the basement of that building ever again. And what used what used to be the case... Is um, is as far as like the, the layout, like I said, it had a wing coming off like to the east and whatever, and to the west, two wings, yeah. two large wings that were probably three or four stories, same height as the the main building that's still left up there, and there used to be underground tunnels, which many people probably don't know that she told us about, and I think that kind of been a rumor, but that was actually true. There were underground tunnels that went to the different buildings. And they would transport uh, these people building to building via those tunnels. And as far as she knew, those tunnels still existed on the property. They're still there. And you access them via that basement. They got, yeah, they, they got to still be there. Yeah. I mean, they were probably sealed up. The walls, they were probably bricked up, you know? Yeah, but they're not going to you know, fill them in or anything. No, no, no. So. They're still there, though. As far as she knew, they were still there. And they even went to like, and this will transition into something we're going to talk about here in just just a, a second, which I mentioned to you, uh, some of the bad history of mm-hmm. Lakeshore Mental Hospital, um, where people were kept 
in these underground rooms. Yeah. Like chained up and kept, uh, you know, naked, dirty, you know, that's that. I think that leaves a residue if people die, like in those situations. Yeah, that's, I think that leaves a, a nasty energy on a place. Yeah. God. So yeah, she would never go back into the basement. We go, you know, during the day that second time. And then actually I go back with Phil and like his cousin and a friend or something. And we go back again at like uh, midnight, assuming just because of the movies and stuff that may more stuff may happen. Yeah. It didn't. Nothing really yeah. happened when we went back. Other than the fact that it was super uh, creepy, you know, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> much creepier in the, at nighttime. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Than it didn't, was at the day. Didn't you tell me a story that you and a mutual friend had the, was what was it, the Book of the Dead? And you guys buried it in your backyard or something as youngsters? Yes. One Jason Fremming. Yeah. Acquired from a bookstore. <laughs> we'll just say acquired. Yeah. Illegally. Three copies. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Three Steeler. Uh Of the uh, Necronomicon. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. The Book of the Dead. Yeah. And uh, I end up burying mine. In the ground. Is it like because it creeped you out so much? Or yeah. just the fact that you just had it and you're like, I got to get rid of this? this. Well, some, it was, uh, it's been so long ago because this was in high school. Yeah. And yeah. I want to say, like, yeah, we were eight years old. Now we were 16, 17. <laughs> something happened. It was weird. I don't know. Something happened with all of them. And I don't quite remember. Maybe he could remember the tale. Yeah. But uh, it was a dark and stormy night and I mm. went into the woods. Of course. And, uh, I dug a hole and buried that thing. I love that story. There was like a series of, uh, I want to say there was a series of, you know. Unfortunate events. Strange, yeah, occurrences. Yeah. And, uh, and you I think blamed he did it on the, the same thing. Yeah. And you blamed it on the book. I think his book actually, he threw it away and it showed back up. Oh, man. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. Classic. So there was that. Uh, real quick, just before I forget, before we move on to the next thing here, uh, the Lakeshore Mental Hospital is kind of known. This is kind of a famous uh, sort of thing that happened there. It was called the Midnight Raid. Have you ever heard of that? It sounds familiar, but I don't. I, I don't think it involves this place. So yeah. Um. So because of such, and what had happened was, is there was a lot of reports, I guess, of all the bad. Uh, treatment of patients there. Mm-hmm. I guess the um, law enforcement and uh, I guess the governor, perhaps, because I'm not entirely uh, familiar with the story. They basically just uh, showed up there at the hospital unannounced. Okay, one night. It's bad news. Yeah. Hospital administrators and stuff like that weren't ready for their little, you yeah. know, yeah. so they could get all the patients cleaned up and stuff like that. Yeah. And this happened uh, in the early 70s, uh, January 26th, 1971. Stand by. So they just, did they have like any like inkling something was going on or was this just something they did, just a surprise raid? I guess there had been reports of, of people being chained to beds, people being chained up underground. Right. Essentially forgotten, not really getting treatment 
you know right for right. schizophrenia and the many di- you know mental you know but to be fair according to that article i was reading these people were lunatics <laughs> right what's he gonna do with them yeah they were lunatics they were crazies <laughs> they were nuts so what are you supposed to do with that right yeah you gotta chain them down keep them dirty <laughs> naked in it and most cold, Im- freezing yeah but most importantly in a green room a green tile room yeah so it, uh, apparently they had an informant i guess somebody that was in the hospital that may have uh Perhaps uh, you know, gone to the news or something like that, and give them a little little information. I think that date that I gave you was wrong. But anyway, it happened in the early. Uh, it happened in the seventies. We'll just say that seventies. <laughs> in nineteen seventy-seven, the Lakeshore Mental Health Hospital. It was renamed because like we were talking about earlier. It had a a more nefarious name before, you know. Asylum, lunatic, you Lunatics, know, they didn't really... Crazies. Crazy house. Yeah. I do think, though, we should add this to the list of places we need to go for the podcast. Definitely the Moon Eye Wall. That's what I'm going to call it, right? Yeah, Fort Mountain. Yep. And then we got... We are going to search for these tunnels. And we're going to... We're going to find them. We're going to open them up. Well, apparently, if you just get into that building and somehow get into the basement. Well, there you, uh, yeah, that would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, unless, of course, the wall has been, the entrance has been bricked up. But these are like, I want to say this is the Knoxville, Knox County Recreation Offices now. Outdoor okay. Recreation something. They're, they're still offices. They're still used over there. But um, Well, you can you can sweet talk your way. You're good at that. Really? Sweet talk your way down in that basement? Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, you know, read up on the uh, Lakeshore Mental Hospital if, uh, you know, if you're in the area here. Yeah. Familiar with Knoxville, East Tennessee. Had a very dark history. You'll find a lot of information on it. The Midnight Raid. Yeah. <sighs> well, can I, I just want to add something that has, really has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But can I add something? And I Please. think that you you appreciate this as well. As you've been talking, I've been moving around a lot. And have you heard the chair squeak once? No. WD-40. Shout out to WD-40. That's a new sponsor. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. They got some money. Yes, they do. So, what do you think? Do you have any more stuff on that bullet points things to talk about yeah real quick uh, i want to talk about uh ouija boards oh okay because he mentions the the ouija board there forgot all about that and uh really just kind of like uh i guess the main point of the whole ouija board was that uh you're like uh you know they're mass produced so how can this mass produced in a factory somewhere yeah be uh some sort of a tool to you know yeah channel <laughs> yeah it seems like you need some kind of a ritual to go along with something like that you know what i mean yeah or something a little more just legitimate yeah in the sense that you know <laughs> yes a thousand year old uh relic of some kind you know you you, you think yeah but no mattel makes it or go to some place where there's like a pyramid <laughs> yeah. you know yeah yeah central america you know mm-hmm. egypt but it's really, I think the, the the Ouija board, from what I was reading, 
anyway. And just sort of my take on it is that the Ouija board just sort of acts as a, uh, it's, it's a tool. And it's the humans that are the conduit. You see what I'm saying? I got you. So as you bring people together to use this device, it's really what the humans involved are sort of bringing out. I got you. Or channeling. And this is just a device to, you know, sort of use that. Help it along. Right. Got you. And and from what I was reading, it's really not an old, like, you know, you wanted to, he said something with Latin devil worshippers. Is that what he said? Something like that. (laughs) I was looking at the, uh, the history here. And it, it uh, and again, I'm just pulling from the wiki page on the Ouija board. One of the first mentions of the automatic writing method used in the Ouija board is found in China, 1100 AD. Hmm. Which I wouldn't have thought China would have been the... Yeah, definitely not. But they call them talking boards, you know, used uh, by spiritualists, you know, seances and things like that. <laughs> Those... <laughs> I was gonna make a, I was gonna make a Chinese joke, inventing new things, always on the cutting edge. But yeah, I would like like you said earlier, <laughs> I would expect it to be from like a South America type, Middle East. Or, yeah, even better, Middle. Yeah, yeah, not uh, Middle East. Some sort of uh, you know. Yeah. Somewhere in that area, maybe. <laughs> yeah, where for you sure. know you, you your your religions kind of originated perhaps yeah some of your uh, religions there not to say there wasn't any religion that didn't originate in china nope. obviously it did no nope. the whole uh, middle east had, from what i understand it's a pretty uh religious place i mean i could be mistaken but yes <laughs> yeah but uh, they take just, their religion very seriously yeah, so, but like, you know, spiritualists, I'm just going to read from the uh, wiki page here for just a second. Which the spiritualists in the United States believe that the dead were able to contact uh, the living and reportedly used a talking board, very similar to a modern Ouija board, at their camps in the U.S. state of Ohio in 1886 to ostensibly enable faster communication with spirits. Okay, following its commercial introduction by businessman Elijah Bond, Bond, on the 1st of July, 1890, the Ouija board was regarded as an innocent parlor game which I believe uh, Ty mentioned. Yeah. Like a kind of a game unrelated yep. to the occult until American spiritualist Pearl Curran popularized its use as a divining tool during World War One. So really it just kind of has its origins in the 1890s is kind of right here when it really kind of took off. Wow. I would have expected to go back way further. It's modern, uh, you know, well, and then you know, if you you know, like those those people that ask the ghosts questions, yeah, you know, how the hell are the ghosts supposed to like? Do they think the ghosts have all knowing? Does Mark like Molly? <laughs> and the ghost, what's the ghost supposed to say? Right, it's if it's a, I mean, it would have just been a person. Yeah. So would this person would have had to have did the spirit go to where this conversation was overheard to get yeah. the information? Yeah. And then to relay it back to you, it's yeah. I mean, if it's never like a real good question, you know, what's your name? It's never, what's the answer to some major world problem? If they know everything, why not ask that? <laughs> they never do. Yeah, I'm gonna have to play. I guess it's not a game though, but I'm definitely doing it next time I'm in that house. I'm gonna ask it. 
how do how do we get world peace around <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't know to me the whole ouija board lottery thing lottery numbers maybe lottery no, even better to biff it you know the you're talking about like um say for example when somebody's doing like uh they got like a group of people and they're just picking a random person out and then this person is saying, I want to know about my grandfather, Bill. How's Bill doing? Yeah. And then supposedly this person can. Yeah. They're, they're this just, is a whole other thing, by the way. This is, isn't yeah. really, this isn't have to really, this isn't like the Ouija board. Uh, this isn't have to do with ghosts. This yeah. is, could be what most describe as a shyster, a grifter, um, cold reading somebody. Yeah. So he's asking lots of questions and getting the basic information that he needs to answer their question just enough to make them happy. Yeah. Oh, you know, he throws out a bunch of names, right? Or a first letter. Anybody know anybody that has a name that starts with a J? Or an S? Or an, S. an S in there? Yeah, and then Sarah? That's it. <laughs> bingo. That's it. Yeah. That's a bingo. <laughs> it's so stupid. But uh, you ever watched this, the Penn and Teller bullshit episode or whatever it was they did on that? Yeah, well, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a great show. Yeah, because like apparently Houdini would uh, go after these people even back in his day that were supposed, you know, mediums. Yeah, medium spiritualists yeah. that would talk to the dead or whatever because you know he knew as a magician that a lot of these things were not real. Yeah, on that end of stuff. Right, right, and uh, you know. The seances and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. They have all kinds of little trickery set up, you know, just before all of the uh, attendants were to arrive. So they could they could do uh, funky things with the table and lights and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a rich That's... history of shystering uh, in that. Whole oh, thing. yeah, for sure. And people, and people are willing to pay. Yep. We could ch- <laughs> they want to get some answers, man. Yeah. Yeah. Especially back Lost then. Lost a loved one, you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess people argue that, uh, you know, maybe it's not such a bad thing, right? Yeah. If it They helps. leave fulfilled. If it, yeah. If happy. it helps, go for it. Right. It's not really hurting anybody. Yeah, but so like just the Ouija board there, 1890s. I was thinking like like you said, much, much older, but it's yeah. modern, you know. Well. 1890s seems to be roughly kind of when... And it was, it's, it's just from what I was reading here, it just sort of seemed like it was, uh, somebody saw an opportunity to market it and sell it. Yeah. And they use that because of the, uh, sort of spiritualism, uh, spiritualist movement at the time. Also called the spirit board or the talking board, you know? Yeah. There's a word for that, that thing too, isn't there? That the thing you put your fingers on with the Ouija board. There's a, 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 a Unless I'm mistaken, it has some kind of a name like that's specific just to that. Do you have it right there? Uh, I'm looking. Uh, little and plank, a, a planchet. <laughs> planchet. Yep. There we go. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yep. So, that's my knowledge of the Ouija board as far as interesting facts go. My mother, though, said that she had a Ouija board, and that stuff started going down in the house after they communicated with some spirit. I've heard that from people before yeah. too. Yeah. 
And that like he was uh, like Ty was saying, you invited in, right, right, via, you know, you're 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 physically you're you're going through an act that is inviting this stuff in. Yeah. So whereas you didn't have it before, you've gone out of your way to acquire something, you know, and go through the motions of channeling or inviting this stuff in. So yeah, it's a big mistake. Who knows where it could go from there? Yeah. And I do remember my mom telling me that she threw, she went to burn it in the fireplace and that uh, the smoke was such a thick black smoke and it freaked her out when she was a youngster. But obviously that could have just been the chemicals. chemicals. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was made of. But I guess that would creep you out a little more though. If you were already creeped out and then you go to burn it and it's this thick, acrid Black, black as pitch smoke. So, absolutely, it was the spirit burning. So, yeah, well, what do you think? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just don't know. Well, let me tell you right now, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, minus the Thai interview segments, we've been going for quite a while. And we all know your friend doesn't like to listen to long <laughs> podcasts. Right. So do you think we should start wrapping it up? Maybe talk about what we are going to talk about? Sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. <laughs> the Our new recruit. Oh, yeah. Got a new team member. Yeah. He, uh, he actually, he should be listening right now. Do you, you want to say hello? Are you there? Hello. I'm here. Excellent. So, uh, you know, what did you uh, think of the episode so far? It's been pretty good, but you should probably start winding it down. You've gone long. Yeah, you know, it's it's our it's our you know our Halloween special, so naturally we're gonna you know run a little long. Yeah. But uh, you know, people may be a little confused as to who you are and uh, you know what you are, uh, but you are going to be helping us out mm-hmm. from here on out. Um, so if you could maybe just uh, explain to the listeners. Explain to the folks at home. Yeah. Who you are and uh, what you are. Yep. I'm a synthetic interactive machine translation deep reinforcement learning knowledge query and manipulation quantum artificial intelligence voice output communication aid. Well, that, I mean, we, we obviously can't call you that. Do you have a name that you go by? That's a little long. Yeah. Sid. What what does Sid stand for? Nothing. All right. <laughs> Fair enough then. Yeah. Well, I guess you just hang out where you are, wherever you are, and uh, when we need your services, we'll 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 get in touch with you. Yeah, yeah. We greatly appreciate you uh, joining the team. Yeah. Fellas, I'll be standing by and at your service. Please don't hesitate to ask me anything. And might I take a moment to say thank you By for the way, allowing me I to assist? By the way, before I forget, thanks, uh, Ty, for taking the time out to do the interview of his busy schedule. Yes. We appreciate everyone that uh, does an interview with the podcast. Very much so. Greatly appreciated. And uh, didn't you also uh, talk to him about coming on again sometime? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He really he wants to come on. He wants to come on and talk to you about COVID. Okay. Uh, rich people being assholes and <laughs> government stuff, how they're assholes. 
And I'm going to... There's Cover-ups, assassinations, yeah. coup d'etats, yeah. all the fun stuff. Yep. Yeah, he loves it. And Excellent. there's... I do have a little bit more of the interview left that I'm going to just throw on the end here. We'll close out. We'll close out with it? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's pretty humorous. Some funny comments and whatnot and what have you. So like long it. and so forth. So I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, this has been the uh, Terribly Vexed Ghost-tacular Halloween special. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you everybody. enjoy it. And welcome, Sid. Welcome, Sid. Yeah, we'll uh, see you next time, eh? Yep. See you next time. So, well, I mean, do you have any uh, any cryptozoology experiences or anything else? No. Really? So I'm saying I got none. Yeah. I want them all. The one I want the most, which I think will be you. Here, okay. I asked Josh this on the podcast. If you got abducted by aliens. And they were they weren't you know it's it's frightening because it's a scary scenario but let's just say you're there they're not hostile no I mean they're I don't know you're scared you're on you're on it's the classic you're on a table you wake up you're scared fuck but they're not really doing anything to you and then one of them's just so chill and you're like hey bro and then can I stay with you would you want to just would you give up your life here on Earth and zip around the galaxy man depends on you ask that dude like if you ask me that. Four years ago, fuck yeah, get me out of here. Yeah. They ask me that now, I'm just like, I don't know, I got some stuff going on here. No, is it that important though in the grand scheme of things? Justin, you can't. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But if you ask, of course, you would say yes because you're still a young bachelor. You're still a young bachelor oh. on his own, fucking fly. Of course, I've got, I've got ties down here. Ties got ties. I got t- ties got ties. But what was, that, what was I going to say? Oh, that kind of. Brings me to another story I heard about an alien abduction. Lady, right? Mm-hmm. Abducted. Next thing she knows, she's on the table. Classic scenario. She looks over. Dude standing there. Normal human dude just watching the show. Perhaps he was just one of those guys that was just like, hey, you already got me here. My Maybe. life is shit. Can I hang out with you guys? It's I'll work. I feel like that that's that could be a possibility. Seems fair. I feel like that, that's fair. That's yeah. a fair possibility. Can I, hit, can I hit your ride with you? Yeah. The aliens are cash, grass, or ass. You know, which one's it going to be? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> ass all day, baby. Yeah, alien ass. They, they're in there. You know, scientists actually, NASA has officially came out and warned. Yes, they have warned the American people and the world, I guess you can say, that alien species... When they do come and we start intermingling, they will not be able to be quote. Uh, won't be won't be uh, what the, was they use the a phrase, but basically saying they're unfuckable. Like they won't. <laughs> <laughs> they, it sounds it sounds it sounds stupid. It's official it's, NASA. It's, they it, will NASA, be unfuckable. Yes, NASA came out and said don't bother because it's more than likely they will not be able. We will not compatible. We're not compatible partners. Like basically said, they're unfuckable. Like so, all the, all the degenerates out there and the fucking creepos get over. I it. if one if there's one thing human beings can do, it's figure out a way to fuck something. <laughs> dude, amen to that, dude. Yeah. That, so one way or another. Yeah. They begin. There would be a porno. Oh, within so a qu- month. So quick. So quick. Yeah. Within a month. Yeah. 
Johnny Sins, Johnny Sins. <laughs> starring in The Lost Astronaut. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. Well, that's uh, all right then. Any any more final thoughts on Teensy? Go. Um, she's a creepy little bastard. Love it. All right, all right. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Bye. Hello, Sid here. Justin and Josh asked me to read this closing statement for them. It goes as follows. Thank you for listening to the Terribly Vexed podcast. We hope you enjoyed the Ghostacular Halloween special. We'll be back soon with an exciting new episode. Godspeed and good luck.